how to build trust with your clients. That's what we're talking about in today's episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast. Are you ready to master your mindset and your business? Join thousands of women each week who use this podcast as a tool to create financial and emotional wealth. And when you're ready to scale to the next level, visit theunstoppablewoman.com slash go. Hi, I'm Amira Alvarez. I am the founder and CEO of The Unstoppable Woman, and I'm super excited to be talking to you today and sharing with you some of the ways we go about building trust with our clients so that you can do it in record time. Now, let's talk about a few things here. Why is it important to build trust with your clients, and why would you want to do it in record time? Well, here's the scenario. The scenario is you've poured yourself into your marketing. You've put time in, you've put love in, you've put attention in, you've put money in to your marketing to bring you amazing clients. Fantastic, right? Then you have a really powerful sales conversation with them and it's full of love and service and you've poured yourself into that. You've put the time in, you put the attention in, you put the energy in. And you have brought on a new client. There's a lot of work that goes in on the front end to bring in a new client. And then they become a client. And if you do not build trust with them at the get-go, at the very beginning, and keep their trust all the way through their experience with you, you lose, you have the potential of losing a client that you have spent a lot of effort to obtain. And quite frankly, it's easier to keep a client than to get a new client. So once you get a new client, you want to make sure you're treating them like rock stars. And one of the ways you can do that is by building trust with them. So let's talk about how to do that. Okay, so that's the scenario. We have put all this time and attention in, they're a client, and then if you don't build trust with them, right from the get-go, there's this potential that they get wobbly, that they start going into maybe buyer's remorse or into doubt, worry, and fear about what, what, the, what decision they've made. This is, this is a classic human response is often to doubt oneself about the decision that they've made. And and that comes out in lots of wobbles and maybe them saying, no, I don't want you to do my landscaping in my yard. Or no, I don't want you to do my interior design. I've decided instead of doing that project, I'm going to put it off, right? And all the wobbles come out and all the niggles come out and you lose this client that you've put so much love, time, attention, money, you've poured yourself into, you've invested in them, and then they step out of working with you. And that is extraordinarily unfortunate, and you don't want that. In addition, it costs you money when that happens, not only in terms of the lost revenue, that's kind of obvious, but you have to think also in terms of the lost uh, team 
energy. So you have a support team, you have people in your business. And if you're a solo entrepreneur and you're doing everything yourself, bully for you, awesome. But that's your time, okay? That that's invested in getting them onboarded, getting them in your program or getting them into your service, whatever your professional service is. And that is your time that is then in fact, wasted. Now, I don't really think of anything being wasted because we can always learn a lesson from something and make it valuable, make it time and money well spent. However, you want to mitigate for that. You want that to be a smaller amount than a larger amount. And you don't want to burn through your, your team's energy or your energy. Okay. So obviously we want raving fan clients. We want people that are clients for a lifetime that stay with us for years, year over year, and they want to keep working with us. And that all comes when you build trust with them. And this will, in fact, save you time and money in the future because the the, the front-end marketing to, to obtain a new client tends to be more expensive than continuing to work with an existing client year over year that has less upfront costs involved in it for you and your business. So it actually saves you a ton of overhead and expenses if you know how to build trust with your clients. So how do we go about doing that? What does that look like? Well, I am going to give you seven ways today in not any order of priority, but in the way they downloaded for me uh, when I was pulling together my thoughts for this podcast. Okay, so first way, you're going to want to roadmap the next steps for your client and keep your word to what that looks like. Okay, so road mapping means you talk about what happens next, and you're going to want to do that when you're having a sales conversation with them and they say yes, or even before they say yes, you're going to say, this is how it works. So when you, when you enroll to work with us or when you, when we start working on your landscaping or we start working on your, uh, trust or your will or whatever business you're in. Okay. Fill in the blank there. Okay. So for us, it looks like, so when you enroll in this program, the first thing that's going to happen is we're going to send, we're, we're going to do the deposit and then we're going to send you a coaching agreement. You're going to get that either later today or first thing tomorrow morning, as soon as my team can send it out. I want you to read through that and make sure it all makes sense for you. I want you to be super, super clear. There's a bunch of legalese in there because it's a, a, a legal agreement. And then we have everything written in plain English under the scope of work. Once you uh, read that through. If you have any questions, reach out to us. We want you to be 100% on being good with what that is. Sign the contract. Get that back to us today or tomorrow morning, whenever you see that come through. And then once that's done, you will have a kickoff call with Steph on our team, and she will walk you through the program and get you set up with your very next steps, including being scheduled with one of our program coaches. And then she's going to walk you through how to get everything on your calendar, make sure that you're all set. Sound good, right? And and that's what road mapping looks like. I'm telling them, this is what to expect. This is the, the flow of events. This is actually what you need to do, okay? So, and there are a few more things there, like we're going to get 
you booked on a call with Steph right now, so we have that set up, or you're going to, Steph will reach out to you via text and get that set up. You're going to want to do that ASAP, right? And and there might be a few other things that we say in, in the flow, but that's basically the concept. So you're going to do that in the sales conversation. You're going to repeat it at the end, okay? Repetition is super, super important. And then road mapping happens with your team as well. So when we do a kickoff call, um, usually it's someone on my team named Steph, and she'll have a call, a one-on-one call or a group call with the new clients coming on board, and she'll walk them through the program. That is a type of road mapping. This is what we want you to do first. This is what we want you to do next. This is your next step in a month. We're going to look at this, right? She's going to road map what's happening. So Let's say you do landscape design. You would roadmap something like, so the first thing that we're going to do is we're going to come out to your site and we're going to do a, a, a site evaluation. We're going to walk the site and talk about all the visions that you have and evaluate what's possible and what's not, take measurements and have a conversation. Then in about a week and a half, two weeks, we're going to have a follow-up um, meeting where I bring out the drawings and we go over them. You're going to give us feedback at that meeting and we're going to do another revision within seven days. Then we meet again and and we send the we do that meeting over Zoom and we're sending those documents to you. You're going to give us any feedback within three days. So I'm making this up because I'm not a landscape designer, but I am giving them clarity about what the process looks like and what the timeline is and what's expected of them. And you're going to want to do this at at the beginning in the sales conversation, at the beginning, after they've said yes, and they're enrolled to work with you. And whenever your team talks to them in the beginning, letting them know what the next steps are is super, super important. And then it happens in every conversation that you meet with them in. So the next thing that we're going to do looks like this. Now, when I say every conversation, it doesn't have to be every single conversation. But if your business is like the landscaping business where there's like a variety of different steps and it's different every time, that would be an important business to tell them this is what happens next. That would be the same thing for a lawyer, okay? You want to you be able to roadmap for your clients what's happening next. Now, if things are always the same and things don't change, you don't have to do that every single time. Um, like if you are having regular calls with people and that doesn't change, that's fine. But you might say something like, okay, I'll see you in another two weeks. So that's a roadmap. Okay. So that's roadmapping. When you do this and you keep your word, you're building trust with them. You're building trust. If you roadmap what's going to happen and you keep your word, you build trust with your client and they can calm down and they can settle in and they feel supported and secure. Okay, number two, really see your clients, really see them. Don't treat them like a number. Don't treat them like a commodity. Don't be expedient with them. This means when you're with your clients, really listen. Okay, really be present with them. This builds such trust because really listening to someone is such a scarce experience in this day and age. Most people don't have the experience of really being heard and seen, okay? Now, the flip side of this doesn't mean have no boundaries, okay? You want to have boundaries. You're not going to just spend 
three hours on the call on a call with someone and and not be paid for it, right? You're professional. Your your services should be compensated. That being said, when you're with your clients, really listen to them, really see them. Okay. So swearing alert, you want to give a shit. Okay. Like it seems like common sense, but so often in this go-go mode of life, people forget. And and sometimes this looks like you've heard the same issue many, many times from your past clients that you could almost fill in the end of someone's sentence. And because you're an expert and you've been around the block and you know what this looks like. And yet, if you don't listen and you just talk over someone and you fill in the blanks, they don't feel heard. You have to let your clients feel heard, okay? And and you'd be surprised the nuances that you'll pick up on and how that will help you as well. So this is complete trust building when you are present with someone. Okay, next up, number three, have a clear and defined offer with clear deliverables, okay? Whatever your service is, so an offer is your service, okay? Whatever your service is, you want it to be clearly defined, okay? And the timing needs to be clear on that. What they get needs to be clear on that so that there are no misunderstandings. This is so critical, and I see this happen so often, is like, it looks like it's all clearly defined, like it's um, X amount of virtual assistant services each month, and then the client is angry because they don't feel like they're getting it, and then you find out that none of it was particularly clear that each party had a different idea of what was um, included and what wasn't included. So this is super, super important. You need to define your service. Okay. And and this is so, so clear. It's one of the things that I, I really repeat again and again to my clients. We have a, a whole training on this in our fundamentals program. And it's so important to get your offer dialed in and have it be clearly communicated to your client so that there's no misunderstandings. Because think about how that you just lose trust so immediately. People think they're getting one thing and then they get something else and they're like, huh, what is this? Okay. So have it outlined. And if there are time, if there's like timing in the contract, stick to those deadlines. Do not miss those deadlines. Keep your word. So important. Keep your word. Okay. Are you noticing a pattern and a trend? Keep your word, okay? This is such a big trust-building piece. Okay, number four, great communication. That seems sort of obvious, and yet I I find that, again, in this go-go world that we live in, sometimes people don't communicate or they don't want to impose, don't want to be pesky or something like that, and so they they don't communicate enough to their clients. I err on the side of over-communication rather than under-communication. Here's a good frame on this. You want to assume that they are super busy and they didn't see whatever you sent previously. You want to say things again and again so that it's super, super clear. And you're going to want to write in a clear manner uh, in emails, especially with lots of white space and bullet points and numbers so that it is super, super clear. Second point under communication is don't assume your clients understand what is obvious to you. You've been doing this for years 
And from their perspective, it's all new and they need it laid out step by step. So it might seem ridiculously obvious to you, but you'd be surprised how it's not to someone else. And, and give them grace. Give them that support. Give them that love and just help them understand what is what the process is, okay? And they'll calm down and they'll love it and they won't go into the freak out, okay? So be clear and and do that. And then I would check in. Another uh, form of communication is in the beginning, I would definitely check in on a regular basis with your clients, okay? So depending on your business, that might be once a week, that might be once a month, um, but checking in and making sure everything's going uh, smoothly is is a trust-building activity, and it goes a long ways. Okay, number five. All of these kind of go hand in hand. Uh, number five is great onboarding. Onboarding is the way someone comes into your business, okay? The more personal, the better in my book. That's why we have Steph do these kickoff calls, okay? We want our clients to know the, the, the amazing women on our team that support them and feel the love, feel the support, okay? And we just did a retreat for our Spirit of Wealth Mastermind, and uh, the whole group gave Steph a standing ovation in person for all the love and attention and support that she gives them. That's the kind of customer support client relationship you want, okay? You want it to be that they love your team and think that they are amazing, okay? So um, great onboarding. Make it personal. It can be clear emails if, if that's a better fit for your company. Make it step-by-step. Step. Don't overload people. Let them know what's happening and what, what they need to do next um, and what's expected of them and by when. Um, so all of that is part of the onboarding, and um, maybe it's an introduction to all the different people on your team. It could be a video from you. We do a lot of um, little touches that help our clients feel really seen and welcomed into our community um, because we really mean it. We want them to feel welcome. We want them to feel like they are supported because that is our job is to support our clients. Okay. It's not our job to do their work for them. They're doing their work, but it is our job to provide great service, okay? Now, do we get it right 100% of the time? Absolutely not. Got to admit that, you know, there's always room for improvement and we're always iterating on this. So know that as well. Okay, number six, do great work. That's a huge trust builder. The better you are at your work, the better you provide the service that you offer, the higher the trust level, okay? So be great at what you do. This doesn't mean spending all your time with someone like losing your boundaries. That's not what I mean. Um, that's not effective. You, it, you, In fact, you can be extraordinarily effective in a very short time period. I do very targeted coaching and it's extraordinarily effective in a very short time period. Number seven, Connect them with your existing community of raving fans. Immediately, if you can, introduce your clients to each other. Now, that doesn't work in all services, 
but often it works, okay? And you can introduce like-minded people and create some sort of community and that builds loyalty. You see this at gyms. You see that like, they do special uh, happy hour stuff at the gym and then people are loyal to the gym because there's a social community happening there, okay? Think about how you could create some community building aspect of your business, okay? That's a way of building trust because they'll see other people that know, like, and trust you, and then they'll, they'll feel more confident in their decision. So that was seven steps to building extraordinary trust with your clients so that you can create raving fans and have an amazing business that cash flows much more easily. Now, if you want a copy of these seven steps, I think they would make a great download. So we are going to convert this into a download so that you have all the uh, concepts that I said in a little handy, handy download and you can uh, refer to them easily. So for that, go to theunstoppablewoman.com slash E375. That's E for episode 375. We'll, we'll put that together and it will be there for you by the time this podcast drops. I'm Amira Alvarez. Thank you so much for listening and for being a loyal listener and for subscribing and for sharing this podcast with your friends. I hope to see you at our upcoming summit and that you join us in the community and I get to see your face and dialogue with you. So please check that out. And until next time, go out there and be unstoppable. Take care. Bye-bye.